road here again. It's a short one. I wanted to expound on here. I know I've touched on this subject before, but I want to try and bring it all together. Talking about socialism. I think I finally understand philosophy behind it. All ties into human nature. The greatest flaw of mankind is pride. You combine pride and power, create a dangerous combination. have people such hubris such arrogance they truly begin to believe in their own perfection their own divinity that's why you can have people to actually believe that somehow they can do it better than those who don't but if they can finally create that perfect utopian society if only the people would and over their will stay. That's why they actually believe that these things, that these outrageous things can actually work. Because they don't see themselves as flawed human beings. Blinded by arrogance and pride. themselves to be above the common laws of human nature. That's why they don't see any problem with other socialist communist societies where an elite group of people, the 1% of the population, have unlimited wealth limited power, and the rest of the population are powerless and live in squalor. I don't see a problem with that because they believe themselves to be worthy. They believe themselves to be perfect. That's why they can stand there and tell you, you can't manage your own life, but we can. And it all comes back to simple pride. Greatest failing of mankind. I know, I know that seems to kind of simplify it a little too much, maybe, I don't know, but... When you bring anything, any human failing down to its lowest common denominator, it's always going to be a very simple answer. 
very simple idea that everyone's perfectly aware of. Because we're all we're all human. We all suffer from the same failings of human nature, whether we want to admit it or not. That is socialism, communism, progressivism, whatever. Whatever the latest name is for it, doesn't really matter. It's all the same thing. It's all pride plus power. That's why it's... That's why, despite its massive failures, every attempt and every attempt has been made. Why people still flock to it? Because people in power aren't the only ones. Be prideful. Everyone is capable of it. We've all succumbed to it at some point in our lives. gather their band of mindless followers who never been taught the truth, never been taught to examine themselves, reflect. Never been taught that they aren't perfect. In fact, usually starts with what usually starts with people trying to teach their kids that somehow they are just perfect angels. And for trying to explain to them that all people are flawed. They all screw up. None of us are perfect. None of us are divine. None of us are worthy of even life, really. Let alone the let alone power, wealth. Not taught gratitude or humility. Very easy for those people to be suckered in. The trap of pride. Even the ones that don't have the power, they still believe that somehow because they're so perfect, and their ideas are so perfect, and they're so pure, that they can create their utopian society. That somehow they can get it right. Everyone else has failed. Because pride is very boring. Very tempting. To anyone who has never been taught humility. And self-reflection. Strength. An entire 
An entire generation is taught that way, brought up that way. It's really no, it's really no surprise. These people believe that they are perfect, that they alone are worthy to make decisions for not only their lives, but yours too. They believe that somehow everyone just surrender their will. And we will have our perfect utopia. Despite mountains of evidence to the contrary. But you see, none of that matters because all those people were perfect. We are. You'll never hear them say that way. Don't get me wrong. You'll never hear them phrase it that way. That's what they believe, because that's what pride believes. That's what pride tells you. How do I know? Because I'm, I'm just as subject to that failing as any other human being. Pride tells you that you're justified. No matter what you do, that you are no matter what you do, that you are somehow better. Pride is how we justify doing just about anything. Pride most certainly goes before a fall. I wonder why it is that we're the furthest from a socialist society when we're a Christian society believes that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Is it any wonder that they hate Christians? Because Christians self-reflect. Christians recognize their own imperfection. And will never, never be fooled into thinking that they can create a perfect society because they understand that people are not perfect. The way socialism works is if wealthy and powerful, prideful people talk and convince a majority of peasants they believe people they believe are peasants and they treat like peasants. To agree with them in their self-identification of perfection. And to mirror that in their own lives. 
deeming themselves to be perfect enough and righteous enough and holy enough and whatever to be able to create that perfect utopia, which of course they're not. Nobody is. A Christian society is not a perfect society. of people who are sinners who are flawed but they own it they don't deny it try to hide it they own it they own up they man up they take responsibility they make mistakes and they do things wrong they Set it right. Never gonna have your perfect society, but you can't have a society of humble people who are willing to forgive, who are willing to work for redemption. Not, not, not talking about salvation here. That's that's not something you can earn. Talk about redemption for wrongdoings for other people, reconciliation. I guess some would argue that free Christian nation actually spells out its own doom because of the simple fact that they do not impede upon the rights of others to speak their ideas, not even socialists. I, I will never condone some uh, censorship of any kind, not even associates. I believe that a Christian society can withstand free speech, even if it's at odds with their own beliefs. If the people of that society simply stand by their convictions and teach them to their children. In fact, having people around spewing socialism could actually be a good thing. Because at least then, as you're teaching this to the next generation, you could point to those people and tell your children, this is why we are who we are. This is why we believe what we believe. Because this is nonsense. Free Christian people actually do think for themselves. They're not blind followers. They actually read the scripture and test the scriptures. 
Bible itself says. Uh, can't quote the exact verse, but I know it. It's basically to. Uh, Prove for yourself, Bible says, to work out your own salvation. It's not, it is faith, but it's not blind faith. God actually even says in the Bible, test me, see if I will not open up the windows of heaven. wants us to put those principles to the test. Why? Because they work. And when you put those principles into practice in your everyday life, and they work, <laughs> that's kind of all the proof you need, isn't it? What more proof do you need? Put the principles of the Bible into practice in your everyday life, and everybody else does too in a society. Lo and behold, you have a civil society. And I'm not talking I'm not talking about just everybody, you know, being a robot, okay? I, I, I said there was no perfect societies. Okay, you're still gonna have your nut, nut job done there. You're still gonna have people spewing nonsense when the majority of people stand by what works not just not just blind faith not not just empty principles but actual tangible things that work they stand by them teach them to their kids pass that knowledge on to the next generation Well, you have as close to a perfect society as you're ever going to get in this world. It's not perfect. It's as close as it'll ever get, though. Because there are no perfect people. It's why our leaders must be held to a higher standard. It's why they have to be held accountable to that higher standard. Because pride and power are a dangerous combination. Not just dangerous for the person, the individual, but dangerous for everyone that person is responsible for. I still don't have any other answers for you. The only, the only answers that are left, the only answer that is left is to live the truth, speak the truth, teach it to your kids and not be afraid and stand up for it. And it will, it will 
take generations. It took generations to get here, it'll take generations to get back. We'll not see a civil society in your lifetime. I won't. We can begin. We can start the process. It's gotta start somewhere. And if it doesn't, I mean... Just look around. See the results. See the massive human misery. See the complete dismantling of nation and civilizations. See the violence, the devastation. See where this road ends if we do not begin correcting the course. It's, it's no longer about our America. It's about what we're going to leave for our children and grandchildren. Great-grandchildren. I'm not saying that, you know, voting doesn't matter. It does. As long as you're willing to do some research. Find out the truth about the about candidates and so forth. Of course, you know, activism isn't just standing on a street corner holding a sign. It's living and telling and speaking the truth in your own everyday activities. Letting yourself be a beacon of light to the world. And yes, that does put a bullseye on your forehead. That's where the courage comes in. Or we can just let the country go down the proverbial toilet. It's up to us. I think I've expounded enough on that subject. Just bring it all back to pride. Humble yourselves. Recognize that you are not the greatest thing. You are not perfect. No one else is either. Even your kids. I know it's always tempting, right? To put your kids on a pedestal. Stop. Stop. Could love them without building up a massive ego for them. Okay? You really can. You can teach them humility and discipline and self respect without making entitled brats out of them. If that's all you're gonna do, when you, that's all you do. You put them on pedestals and constantly complain about how perfect they are. Okay? They're not perfect. You're not perfect. They're not perfect. Nobody is. 
get that mindset out. Teach humility and restraint and responsibility. Told you it would be a short one. That's all I got for today. Uh, see you next time, folks.